Section 6 of Knickerbocker's History of New York, Volume 2, by Washington Irving. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Casper. Knickerbocker's History of New York, Volume 2, by Washington Irving. Book 4, Chapter 10 about this time the testy little governor of the new netherlands appears to have had his hands full and with one annoyance and the other to have been kept continually on the bounce he was on the very point of following up the expedition of jan jansen alpendam by some belligerent measures against the marauders of maryland when his attention was suddenly called away by belligerent troubles springing up in another quarter the seeds of which had been sown in the tranquil days of walter the doubter the reader will recollect the deep doubt into which that most pacific governor was thrown on killian van rensselaer's taking possession of bairn island by wappenrecht while the governor doubted and did nothing the lordly killian went on to complete his sturdy little castellum of rensselaersteen and to garrison it with a number of his tenants from the helderberg a mountain region famous for the hardest heads and hardest fists in the province nicholas corn a faithful squire of the patroon accustomed to strut at his heels wear his cast-off clothes and imitate his lofty bearing was established in this post as wachtmeister his duty it was to keep an eye on the river and oblige every vessel that passed unless on the service of their high mightinesses to strike its flag lower its peak and pay toll to the lord of rensselaersteen this assumption of sovereign authority within the territories of the lords states-general however it might have been tolerated by walter the doubter had been sharply contested by william the testy on coming into office and many written remonstrances had been addressed by him to killian van rensselaer to which the latter had never deigned a reply thus by degrees a sore place or in hibernian parlance a raw had been established in the irritable soul of the little governor insomuch that he winced at the very name of rensselaersteen now it came to pass that on a fine sunny day the company's yacht the half moon having been on one of its stated visits to fort aurania was quietly tiding it down the hudson the commander govert lockerman a veteran dutch skipper of few words but great bottom was seated on the high poop quietly smoking his pipe under the shadow of the proud flag of orange when arriving abreast of bairn island he was saluted by a stentorian voice from the shore lower thy flag and be damned to thee govert lockerman without taking his pipe out of his mouth turned up his eye from under his broad-brimmed hat to see who hailed him thus discourteously there on the ramparts of the forts stood nicholas corn armed to the teeth flourishing a brass-hilted sword while a steeple-crowned hat and cock's tail feather formerly worn by killian van rensselaer himself gave an inexpressible loftiness to his demeanour govert lockerman eyed the warrior from top to toe but was not to be dismayed taking the pipe slowly out of his mouth 
to whom should i lower my flag demanded he to the high and mighty killian van rensselaer the lord of rensselaersteen was the reply i lower it to none but the prince orange and my masters the lord's states-general so saying he resumed his pipe and smoked with an air of dogged determination bang went a gun from the fortress the ball cut both sail and rigging govert lockerman said nothing but smoked the more doggedly bang went another gun the shot whistling close astern fire and be damned cried govert lockerman cramming a new charge of tobacco into his pipe and smoking with still increasing vehemence bang went a third gun the shot passed over his head tearing a hole in the princely flag of orange this was the hardest trial of all for the pride and patience of govert lockerman he maintained a stubborn though swelling silence but his smothered rage might be perceived by the short vehement puffs of smoke emitted from his pipe by which he might be tracked for miles as he slowly floated out of shot and out of sight of barren island in fact he never gave vent to his passion until he got fairly among the highlands of the hudson when he let fly whole volleys of dutch oaths which are said to linger to this very day among the echoes of the dunderberg and to give particular effect to the thunderstorms in that neighborhood it was the sudden apparition of govert lockerman at dog's misery bearing in his hand the tattered flag of orange that arrested the attention of william the testy just as he was devising a new expedition against the marauders of maryland i will not pretend to describe the passion of the little man when he heard of the outrage of rensselaersteen suffice it to say in the first transports of his fury he turned dog's misery topsy-turvy kicked every cur out of doors and threw the cats out of the window after which his spleen being in some measure relieved he went into a council of war with govert lockerman the skipper assisted by anthony van corlear the trumpeter End of section six.